Hello and welcome to Deprogrammed on Unsafe Space. I'm your host, Carrie Smith. Today I am joined by Dennis Pratt. Dennis is a 40-year libertarian who originally came from the left. He is a writer. He is one of the organizers of Porkfest, a libertarian festival, which this year promises to be the largest Porkfest ever. And he works with the Free State Project. Dennis, welcome to the show. Thank you, Carrie. Hi. Did I nail it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that I, I, I think the Russian judges would give me a two on that <laughs> landing. <laughs> I think that was great. <laughs> well, welcome. I have a I have a lot of questions for you. First of all, because uh, we were talking a little bit beforehand about about Porkfest and about the Free State Project. Can you start off by telling our viewers? I think I'm assuming a lot of people are like me. And they don't know what the Free State Project is. I know a little bit because I've learned about it from Keith, who works with us at Unsafe Space. Um, but if you could give people sort of a broad overview of the Free State Project to start. Where are, there are these people who are called libertarians because we really love liberty. We think that uh, uh, self-ownership is really important, that all human relationships should be consensual. Now, we live in a world that is primarily authoritarian. So, and, and the authoritarians believe that rulers have a superior ownership over us and that they may command us uh, to use our bodies to, uh, in ways that they want to, to use our labor and to use the product of our labors for, their, for whatever the purposes they have. Um, because there's so few of us who are believe that relationships should be consensual, we often feel besieged in authoritarian loca locales. And you know, our incidents may be 1%, 3%, that type of thing. And so the question comes, well, how can we actually create some place that might be libertarian? And uh, I, I wrote a, a, a brilliant piece, if I may say so myself, uh, outlining 14 different ways that we could get to a liber libertarian place. But one, one uh, uh, method is that we, we aggregate, we congregate all the people who are libertarian in one location. And there you don't feel odd anymore. You actually are surrounded by other people who respect you, respect your body, respect your labor, respect your pro property, and believe that our relationships must be consensual in order to be you know, good, uh, ethically good. And so that's what the Free State Project is. The Free State Project is basically saying, look, you may feel isolated right now, but you don't have to. Just because you're at one out of a hundred or three, three out of a hundred right now, that doesn't mean that, that you, you have to always be a besieged minority. Come to the free state and we actually will create a very large community where we all share this value. And so uh, that's what I did two and a half years ago. I moved to the free state. Um, my wife and I, uh, and we have two dogs, we, we moved here. Um, and uh, we have you know, thousands of people who've moved and thousands of people who are moving. Why New Hampshire? Well, it was, you know, we had to choose one place. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, what happened was uh, when 5,000 people signed up and said, yeah, I like this idea. This is a, a good idea relative to all the other ideas about how we might be able to create a liberty uh, somewhere. Um, I, uh, they voted on uh, location. 
Uh, New Hampshire's always been very high on the index of free states uh, of liberty. Uh, so if you look at all the different uh, indexes for liberty, they're usually either number one or number two. Oh, wow. So already we're starting from a, a base where the general population is more liberty. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not authoritarian. They're, they're just more liberty. It, the, the range is still you know, kind of narrow. And you know, we're way over here. So, um, but you know what's interesting? Where- I, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have known that, I guess, because I tend to just uh, take a lazy shortcut and think of the Northeast as being pretty authoritarian. So uh, what other states, do you happen to know what other states? Because off the top of my head, I would guess that Texas, Florida, and South Carolina might score pretty high in or, or do they not? Florida, Florida scores high. Um, the last the last one I looked at was in uh, 2017, and Florida actually beat us as number one. Um, but uh, and uh, I think it came down to uh, in the voting, it came down to New Hampshire and Wyoming. I think it was. I, I didn't actually participate in the voting. I'm I'm a recent mover. So uh, all the old people, are, you know, they, they think I'm a young whippersnapper. <laughs> um, I get that. I get that. There was a church I used to go to when I first got to Austin where they, after I came to the first service, they pulled up me aside and said, can you bring more young people? And I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> so flattering. <laughs> well, it's, it's, I, I don't mean young in, in my, my gray hair gives me away. Uh, so not young in that sense, but young in terms of being libertarian, even though I'm 40 years, uh, but being a free stater, because there, there, are, there are people here who moved here 20 years ago, 20, you know, they, they really are serious about creating freedom here. Um, it's, it's a very tough migration. Uh, I actually uh, looked at uh, other migrations for for various reasons, like religious migrations and and economic migrations. Most of those are done with community already intact. So, you know, you have a a Mormon population and the Mormons feel besieged because there's outside groups attacking them and they all come together. And so the migration is actually much easier for a lot of these 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 classical uh, migrations because libertarianism is so um, rare and the incidence isn't necessarily by family or by community. Uh, you know, you'll have, you know, everyone is, is, you know, everyone's a socialist in this one family. And then there's a libertarian, you know, now that libertarian has to actually make a decision. I'm going to leave that family. I'm going to leave my community. Um, and migrate to this other place where I don't really know everyone. I don't know anyone. And I'm going to try to form community there. So it's a very hard migration. Uh, you know, it's, uh, but I think it's an extraordinarily important migration to do because I think it's up to us to prove that we don't need to be owned by rulers, that rulers aren't some, not sort, of, some sort of omniscient, omnipotent, prescient, benevolent, uh, 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 a God that protects us and leads us that we can actually have a society based on consensual relationships and voluntary interactions and win-win. And, 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 you know, most people they grow up in an authoritarian system. They have been taught authoritarianism their entire lives. The schools are authoritarian and they teach authoritarianism. And so they think, well, that's impossible. You can't actually have 
person-to-person relationships that are respectful and peaceful and loving. And we say, yes, you can. Here it is. <laughs> so yeah. that's what we're trying to build here. Uh, Porkfest is a little microcosm of that. I, I know you're coming out to Porkfest. Mm-hmm. But in Porkfest, what we do is we basically have um, a, uh, 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 a week where we drop you into a voluntary society. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, uh, it's you, you go in and you actually experience what it would be like to trade with people and to honor them and, 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 and that everyone is, is treating each other respectfully. Um, and it's a great experience. I, I remember the first time I came up here, I was, uh, Porkfest is always on my birthday. Uh, it always starts on my birthday. My wife was leaving and she said, well, do something that you really want to do. And I've always had always been curious about the Free State Project, but I was like, yeah, it's nothing. So I came up in 2011 just for the day. My wife you know, would be there back there that night. And I was just going to go up for a day and just try it out and see what it was like. It was such a relief. I had lived in New York, in Chicago, in Boulder, in New Jersey, in Massachusetts. And these were all such authoritarian places. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I was talking to people and I didn't have to start with, you know, do you think that you actually own your own body? Is this something that you, know, you belong or does it belong to someone else? Um, you know, we all started from that level. And it was such a relief to me. I called up my wife that night and I said, honey, you know, I said I was going to only be here for a night. I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to stay at the hotel. This was before I started organizing things and uh, there were hotel rooms. Um, uh, so uh, the uh, I, but I'm, going to, I'm going to take one more day. I'll come back the next night. And the next night I, I called up. And I said, honey, um, I'm really enjoying myself. Uh, I'm going to take one more day. It, I stepwise spent the entire week there. Uh, wow. It was such a relief for me to be in a situation where um, I was respected. Uh, you know, the, two two uh, two pork fests ago, I wrote on uh, I wrote a, a little piece about how that feeling that I get. Uh, I, I was at the bonfire at the end of pork fest. There's a big bonfire. We burn the we burn the porcupine. Pork fest stands for Porcupine Freedom Festival. It doesn't stand for pig or anything like that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Okay. We, 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 we make a big porcupine out of twigs and stuff, and then we take it into the fire and burn it. And it's, it's, it's kind of the ending of uh, Porkfest. Um, and I was looking around and there were people with bow ties and, and, and there were people with jackets and ties. And there was, you know, a couple of people who were nude and there were, you know, uh, people, you know, were definitely hippies. And there were some people who were obviously doing some sort of drugs and they were waving their arms. <laughs> there were people who were sipping wine and there were, there were people who were drunk. There were people who were teetotalers and there were people who were like singing and, and, and having fun. There were people who were, deep in debate and having discussions and, and, you know, and these, these, these people were carrying uh, uh, AR 15s and these people weren't carrying anything. And I was looking around and going, what a wide assortment of human beings. And the only thing that brings these people together is respect for other human beings as being self owners that, that we need to respect them and their decisions. And we may disagree with them and we may say, I would never do that. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. a lot of things I go, I would never do that, but it's not my body. 
It's not. Your, yes, exactly. But I, I believe in your right to do that. And, oh, I love this, Dennis. This this is sort of, there's something similar I get with, I started hosting these things I call civility dinners in 2017. And I, I love the fact that we, when we come together, there's people of all different beliefs. There's, there's Republicans and Democrats and non-voters and there's third party voters and there's atheists and evangelicals. And, and the only thing that we agree on is it's a very basic thing, but we agree, we believe in free speech and we believe in, you know, trying to have a civil exchange of ideas, even in disagreement. And, and that's all you need. I kind of feel like you just need some very basic agreements that allow for freedom. Mm. And then you can come together and, and have these, these interactions, as you call them, these voluntary consensual interactions. Uh, I never heard language like this, by the way, until the past couple of years. So I, <laughs> which, which brings me to a, a question why is it that you think you, you keep uh, characterizing it, it? Libertarianism is sort of rare and people are isolated when they're libertarians. Why do you think that is? Well, we have 6,000 years of slavery to rulers. So if you think, you know, back to the pharaohs and people like that, you know, they, these were gods and we owed our very lives to those gods and they could come and take our lives anytime they wanted. Now, we I, I, can, I, I believe that libertarians are, the, are are abolitionists. We have gotten rid of private slavery, you know, and whether it was private or supported by the state, I think it's a good argument to have. And we can talk about that up at Porkfest. Uh, but we got rid of this this thing called private slavery. And we think, oh, thank God we're, we're free now. But no, there's always been this presupposition that our rulers own us. That they can, they may take our bodies. They may tell us what we do, uh, what we may or may not do with our bodies. They may tell us how we may labor our bodies. They may tell us what we may do with the labor of our bodies. But that's not how we ought to be treating one another. Libertarianism is saying, okay, yes, six thousand years this has been going on. Don't you think it's about time to stop? Now, what's happened is is authoritarianism. You know, we got rid of the, the Pharaoh as God, you know, as, as, as being the one God. And we've gotten rid of, uh, of a lot of other concepts. You know, the, the, the ruler is chosen by God or he's approved by the people who are closest to God. And, you know, and there's been all these, 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 these apologies for authoritarianism, for why that ruler has ownership over our bodies. Um, yes. Now we have this 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 uh, argument of democracy that somehow this magic ballot box transforms us from self owners, and that you know whoever is chosen is now our owner. Um, libertarians basically say, though, no, look, <laughs> you own yourself. I don't care what their your what, what what the rationale is. No one has a superior ownership over you. Uh, I, I'm primarily an ethicist. And, you know, when you start contradicting that you own yourself, you fall into all these uh, performative contradictions. And so we know that that can't be true. Uh, So, you You know know what I saw today? You're making me think of this. So so this is kind of blowing my mind because I 
I, I, I think maybe it's rare. I think maybe libertarianism is rare is because it, because what you were saying, we've grown up in this authoritarian society. And I didn't even realize until recently we had grown up into an authority, grown up in an authoritarian society. It's, it's sort of like a fish not recognize what is water. I don't know. I just live in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I think that's how most people, at least the people in the circles I used to be in on the left thought of it we would use the term authoritarian, but we didn't really, at at least I'll just speak for myself. I didn't think about what authoritarian versus libertarian meant on any deep level at all. Um, Authoritarian was simply a descriptive term for bad people in history who had done bad things on a mass scale and had, you know, that we could all in agreement point to easily and say, yes, that's an authoritarian I never thought about it in terms of our current system of government or in, you know, in terms of self-ownership until the past four or five years when I started, you know, I left my old social justice ideology. So one of the things I saw today, which I think gets to the heart of what you're talking about, where people don't even think about it, is I saw a tweet from Hillary Clinton. Hmm. And she says, like, she's repeating sort of the same talking points, the same tweets that Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris are, are, are saying the past couple of days. But she added something in particular that really struck me as awful. She says, it's pretty simple. Get vaccinated. Get your life back. Get your life back. And immediately I'm like, you don't you don't have my life. It's not yours to give back to me. <laughs> You don't have my life. What a crazy, messed up thing to say. Yeah. And what arrogance. What the what, arrogance? Oh my lord! Can you believe that somebody actually believes that they own us and that they get to decide whether we have our life or not? And yes. that you know, that's the default to them. They believe that the default is they own us, and they may give us privileges with our life. And it's like, where did you get this idea? You know, I mean, I understand it works really well for you. It's extraordinarily profitable for you. And you, you have, you know, you have, not only do you make money, but you make money equivalents in terms of having all these slaves. I mean, imagine, imagine having 250 million slaves that you could order around. Uh, You know, it's, it's, it's so much power. It is so much power. Libertarianism is such a threat to that because we say, no, you know, I'm sorry, Hillary. I'm sorry, Joe. I'm sorry, Donald. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. You do not own me. Now, you may suggest things and I may think about it. I say, yeah, you know, I I actually like that idea. I'm, I'm, I'm behind you. That's how I did Porkfest. Uh, you know, we, we, we have this gigantic community coming together and people are creating all these different things. I use no violence in this. I yes. threatened nobody. Everything was voluntary. Everything was win-win. You know, come here and we together can, can build this. You know, what, one, of the, one of my biggest pet peeves is uh, the uh, artificial dichotomy between a libertarianism and communitarianism. I'm actually a communitarian libertarian. Yeah. Now I come from the left, so that it's actually kind of really important to me. But uh, I see it kind of as a grid where you have libertarian and authoritarianism, and then you have kind of rugged individualism versus communitarianism. 
The okay. most dangerous thing is the authoritarian uh, is the authoritarian communitarianism. Because yeah. what they're saying is, in order to have community, you must be owned. You cannot be an individual. You cannot own yourself, and you thus must be a slave. And so uh, I have uh, I have all these ministers in my family, and they uh, and anytime I go, you know, I I, I hear a uh, I, I I'll hear a sermon on, on, on rugged individualism and how, how silly that is. And I'm going, I agree with you. <laughs> that's, not what, that's not what I'm about. I create enormous communities. I, that's, that's, that's what I do. I love community. I, I, I created a community center up here um, uh, last year. Uh, and we have all these types of events and I'm always reaching out to people and bringing them in. I'm creating one of the largest communities for the Porcupine Freedom Festival coming up. You're going to see it. And you're going to be able to experience it. You're going to love it. Um, and it's voluntary. It required no violence. It was all voluntary people coming together, agreeing to work together voluntarily. And I argue that that's the real meaning of community. When we talk about community, you and I, Carrie, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about a loving, accepting, tolerant group of people who come together voluntarily for win-win. We're not talking about people who are forced to come together. That is a penal colony. That is authoritarian, yeah. authoritarian communitarianism. And that is what uh, the ministers who, you know, God bless them, but they're authoritarian. <laughs> that's yeah, what they some... think. That's what they think is is necessary for community. That somebody has to be in charge and somebody has to force us to to to, to do this. I go, no, that's not necessary. You've conflated you know, authoritarianism with community. You've conflated liberty uh, uh, liberty with this rugged individualism. I'm going to go live off uh, by myself like a hermit. No, no, no. The beauty comes in marrying, you know, I own myself and I'm in relationship with all these other people voluntarily because we respect each other's bodies. We respect each other's decisions. We respect each other's labors. We respect the, uh, the, what the, their, those labors have, have produced. So thank you. First of all, I've never heard uh, the political grid explained that way before. And I think it's interesting. I drew a little chart so we can see where Dennis is. We'll edit this. Dennis is over here, uh, libertarian and communitarian. And over here are the scary people, authoritarian and communitarian. <laughs> uh, you also, you're making me think of what Carter, my co-host, talks about quite a bit, or or at least he's the he's one of the first people I heard make this distinction for me between community and the collective. And that's the way he talks about it. He says, you know, yeah. collectivists are, it's, you know, it's not the same thing as, as being part of a community. You know, mm -hmm. I can be a libertarian and voluntarily choose to be a part of a community and what community I want to be a part of. That does not make me a collectivist who thinks that the collective should be, should reign supreme over the individual. Not at all. Um, and I think that there's, there's, there's something about that in the this this false argument sometimes that people put forward about the Bible, actually, about Christianity. Sometimes I see socialists arguing that if you look at Acts, 
that, you know, Jesus would be in support of collectivism because people were giving up their possessions and, and, you know, selling everything they own, all living together and sharing everything. And they're making that same mistake. They're making that same uh, conflation there. They're conflating voluntarily choosing to be a part of a community. They're, 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 they're confusing that with the government by force treating people as part of a collective, uh, you know, rather than as individuals. So yeah, anyway, thank you for that. Cause you made, you reminded me of that. It's, it's, it's so amazing. I think, I think one of the, one of the biggest tricks that they've done and, and it's so many tricks, you have to realize that the authoritarians control all these slaves and all the slaves pro, uh, products. So they have so many people, uh, so many apologists whom they pay to tell the story of authoritarianism. So that's all we have are these like little fables about why authoritarianism is so important and why we have to have authoritarianism. But one of the worst ones is to somehow align Jesus Christ with the Romans, that he is an yeah. apologist for the Romans. I go, yeah. Oh, how could you possibly think that? <laughs> it's, it blows the mind, doesn't it? It's so backwards. I, 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 really? Yeah. Oh, so, so he crucified himself, right? Because he voted for the emperor. I mean. <laughs> it's so upside down. I have to oh, laugh lately oh, because if I don't it's, laugh, it's, it's, I think I'll just be outraged all the time. But there's so much of that happening where up is down, down is up. Well, and, and, and I think that's one of the strengths of the Free State Project because, you know, most of my life, so I'm 40 years now a, um, uh, a, uh, a libertarian. And I know that because my anniversary is coming up for when we married and uh, I was making the shift as we were uh, going to be married. Um, and um, uh, for 38, 37 and a half of those years, I spent my time in, in states where I thought I was absolutely insane for peace, love, and understanding. Yeah. And, and I would go, but isn't it, isn't that what we want? Isn't that what you're yeah. talking about? Don't we want peaceful relationships between people? Don't we want to, to allow other people to find whatever it is that really they're passionate about and to go for it? Don't we want to support everyone and whatever, whatever makes them joyous and makes them happy? You know, isn't that, isn't that really what we want? And yet I was the odd one. I'm, I was the one, you know, well, you know, are you sticking them in jail for their personal decisions? Are you are you threatening them with murder if they should disagree with our rule? I go, no, I would never do that. You know, of course, that's yeah. not how they frame it, but that's what I was hearing. But yeah. now that I'm in the free state, you know, there's so many people around me. I I, I go to events almost every day that are libertarian based, um, and uh, you know, and 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 we just start from this this premise of of mutual respect mutual you just basically you're a human being you are different from me that space between us means something i'm yeah. not narcissistic enough to think that i must control you so yeah. so 
I'm curious about your own, your own adventure of life, your own path in life. I want to support you, but I'm not going to use violence against you for you to try to try to make you more like me because somehow I'm so nervous that uh, that, that I might be wrong that I go, oh my God, I get into this narcissistic panic and I must destroy you because you're different. No, I'm okay with you being different. I appreciate yeah. that you're different. And we have a boundary. I think that authoritarianism, authoritarianism is really good for people who've suffered from narcissists. Um, you know, because the, the, they're so used to not having that clean boundary between, mm -hmm. uh, between uh, other humans. Libertarians are some of the few people who can say, look, I personally hate whatever, prostitution, drugs, uh, you know, you, you go down the list of all the vices, right? Um, yet, I will not injure you if you make that decision for your own body. I yes. will, I do not presume that I have the right to your body to injure your body just because you're doing something that I don't, I dislike. And I noticed, I started to notice on the left that, and, and, and previously uh, I had only seen this on the right and it, I, I had to have my eyes open to be able to see it on the left. Yeah. But I started to see on the left where people would think because they personally believed that something was immoral or unethical, that it should also be illegal. Mm. And that kind of that confused me because like i said i had previously only been been had my eyes open to that on the right and seeing it on the left and and i'll give an example for anyone who's on the left who may be watching you know the the cake baker the saying that the government should force someone to perform a service to bake a, a special wedding cake for a gay wedding if they personally are opposed to gay marriage saying the government should force them to do it because you think it's immoral not not to provide a, a cake for a gay wedding that doesn't make sense to me it's okay you could think it's immoral but it shouldn't be illegal and and I, and I couldn't understand why people on the left didn't see that they were doing the exact same thing that people on the right who they criticize maybe because of religious moral beliefs some of those people were trying to do you know, well, I think birth control is immoral, therefore it should be illegal. That's the same thing as saying, I think denying a cake from a gay wedding is immoral, therefore it should be illegal. In both cases, it's, it's you know, hey, what's immoral doesn't necessarily always translate exactly into, well, then let's, let's outlaw that thing. Is that, can I, that's not really a question there. It's just something I noticed, but can I, can I back up a little with you? Can you tell me, because you, you, you've mentioned You've been a libertarian for 40 years and that, you know, 37 and a half of those years, you were <laughs> thinking you were insane for peace, love and understanding. How did you transition from the left to libertarian? What was that like for you? I know it's uh, been uh, for a while, but can you tell us about that? Because that's happened to me as well or something similar. It was it was extraordinarily hard, extraordinarily hard. I was uh, I was. You know, to be generous, maybe a democratic socialist. Um, I really believe that the sins that we were we saw 
were because we had the wrong people in there who, who weren't empathetic, who weren't caring, who didn't care about minorities, who didn't care about the poor, who just wanted to line their pockets. And really, what, if, if, if all we did was we got the right people in there, the good people in there, and they had the power, you know, because I wasn't against the power. I was, I was an authoritarian then for sure. But you, you give them the power and then they could make everything right. Um, and uh, so I was very much anti-war. Uh, I was coming out of the, uh, uh, the Vietnam War era and, and, and we were still you know, intervening in different countries and causing all types of trouble. Um, I was very anti-capitalist. Um, uh, and I was very much on, in terms of body freedom, you know, that I should be able to do to and with my body as however I choose. So if you think of libertarianism as, as having essentially three legs, one being, you know, you may, you may, what you may do with your body, you know, with it, how okay. to, from, you know, who owns that, who, who, who takes control of it, what you may do with that, which you, your body creates. So, you know, your creations, you know, I labor, my labor and, and, and I, I build something, I, I produce something and now I have something, you know, this from an ethicist perspective, this is basically my body transformed into, into a physical thing. You know, who has control of that? Is it I or is it a ruler? And then the third thing, which is uh, interventionism, is, 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 is war and you know, controlling other peoples and other cultures uh, through, through violence, through the threat of violence. Um, if you think of those, those three, I was really kind of libertarian on two of them. Okay. Uh, you know, very much uh, anti-war, very much peace, and very much uh, body autonomy. And it was really the capitalism that that, that, that just got me. Um, uh, I was working at the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, uh, trading gold, and I was the only socialist there. I can assure you. Um, uh, and I I was working for a guy uh, who uh, was was uh, he really he really respected me. He he thought I was a, a clever guy. And he left to start a business, and the first person he he uh, he hired was me, and I really respected him too. But we had teased each other through you know while we were working because he was such a capitalist pig. He was such a capitalist pig, and I would just like be you know going laying into him over and over again. And of course, he would lay into me for for being socialist. But he accepted me for for being a clever guy, and he hired me, and and we were in a startup situation for about a year, and in that startup situation, uh, we would be coding all day and uh, you know a large part of the night, and the way that we would take breaks is we would start bitching at each other about politics, <laughs> and uh, okay, and so. And what, what I didn't realize, the great gift that he has and I have, and a lot of libertarians have, and, and it's just not all that's prevalent, is that we cannot countenance um, contradictions. And so yeah. he would say, well, you say this, so how do you get this? And you were just talking about that, Kara. You were saying, you know, yeah. look, the left is, is okay with this contradiction or they don't even see it. And I would be like going, well, that's not a contradiction. So I would deny it at first. And then I'd go, well, there's a good explanation for it. And <laughs> I'd fight, you know, I'd fight like crazy. And, uh, and, 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 then, and then, of course, I would catch him in a contradiction. I said, well, you say this, but how then can you justify that? 
And yeah. he would get all upset and stuff. And I would come home and I, I was living with Carol and, and we were we were to be married and uh, uh, we were, um, and I would be so upset. Do you know what he said today? You know, he said this. And I, I would be like kind of arguing with myself and really yeah. struggling hard because I saw the contradiction and I wasn't okay with that contradiction. You know, I, 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 I believe, I, I, you know, I, I went to MIT, I graduated in the top of my class there. And I think the reason why is because I have this like neuroses that I cannot uh, accept contradictions. And so for me, it has to, it has to fit. And, you know, and I was going, my goodness, I, you know, how can I say this and then this? You know, it's just not, it's just not logically sound. There's something wrong here. I don't understand something. Um, and so over the course of the year, we would, we would, we bitched him out and, and he came off drugs. He came off of interventionism. That's the one that I would, I'm really proud of because he thought that we had to be Pax Americana and that we had to export democracy and that we were the really, the, the, the good guys here. And I was, I, I pushed back on, in terms of what well, you, you say that people ought to have the freedom to decide what they do with their own product. So how do you steal it? And then, and then, and then have it, have it be used here for them. They, they disagree with that. How, yeah. how do you justify that? Yeah. You know? And that really bothered him. And so, and so basically we, 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 we knocked down all these contradictions. We said, you know, and, and we were okay with saying, okay, I thought about it. I think you're right here, but yeah and i remember yeah. the day it was uh it was about 11 o'clock in the morning i've been programming all morning and i was I, I was bored i was i was looking for a break and i started going through our list of things that you know we had bugged each other for you know, 9 10 11 months and yeah i didn't have anything i was going that's weird and so finally i i, I look over to him and i said so that's it we we don't disagree about anything anymore and about an hour later, because I can't think of anything. Now, we had never heard the term libertarian. Wow. Never heard the term libertarian. We did not read any of the classical pieces here. Um, and it was about six months later, I was in a Chicago bus. It was the middle of winter and the, you know, the, the Chicago, the snow never melts. And the, the bus had like these, the snow in there was sloshing back and forth. The bus would stop and all the snow would slide to the front and and I was, I was bored and looking down at the bottom of the bus and there was this like muddy pamphlet. It was upside down. I was like kind of reading it and it was for something called libertarian. I was like, I mean, I go, what? I pick it up and it's dripping and falling to pieces. And <laughs> I go, Oh my, I jump out of the bus. I find a payphone. I call my friend. I said, I know what we are. There's a word for what we are. <laughs> We're libertarians. <laughs> we thought we had invented something totally new. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That's when you know you're onto something though. Isn't that right, Dennis? Because you, you come to some, for you, a novel understanding and you got there through honest examination of what you believed. And like you said, confronting any hypocrisies in your own line of thinking and the, then when you arrive at some discovery and for you, it's novel discovery um, to find out that other people have, have landed there before lots of people it's, it's actually a very good feeling. Cause then you're, you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm onto something. This is other people have, have, have gone on the same 
journey, this same path, and they've come to the same conclusion. Yeah. And I'm not the only one, right? I, I, I like that. What yeah. a great story, though, that you... Well, I mean, I almost, the I almost immediately, you know, I, I, I subscribed to Reason Magazine and I went, I, 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 I got a, a, a subscription to Cato, uh, the Cato Institute. And I was like, I, I got to learn more about this. I can't believe, you know, there, there's, there's actually thought behind this and there's a history behind it. Oh my God. Yeah. I really thought that we had, we had, you know, we had something very weird. I knew I wasn't a Republican because I still retained my peace. And I still retain my body autonomy. So I yeah. knew I, you know, what I had given up on was thinking that there's a difference between my body and then my, you know, that I own my body, but then I invest that, that my, my lifespan, my, the wear and tear of my body into something, into building something. And now I have this and now it's somebody else's to dispose mm -hmm. of. And I go, wait, right. aren't you taking my, isn't that, I, I call it retroactive enslavement. Right. Yeah. It's not enslaving me to build something. It's 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 allowing me to build something and then taking that. So it's retroactively going behind and enslaving me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You're right. I have never thought of it that way. Well, there's no That's difference. It. There's no yeah. there's no difference. There's no difference to, to the guy who said who goes in and chains you up and has you build and has you build him uh, a, a bridge or a statue or something that like that. Versus the guy who lies in wait as you build the bridge and the statue and then comes and steals it from you. It is yeah. still taking the, the part of your lifespan that you invested in there. It is stealing yeah. your body. It is a yeah. theft of your body. So you, if you hear a lot of libertarians, especially if they come from the conservative side, they go, well, we believe in self-ownership and property rights. And I go, no, it's the same damn thing. We just believe in self-ownership. And we don't say that going back and retroactively enslaving is somehow some excuse. It's not, you know, it's no. all self-ownership. So do you believe that taxation equals theft? I mean, this is a slogan I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's really hard to explain to people, but yes, it's, it's, it's taking from you the fruits of your labor without your voluntary consent and it, so, therefore, it's going back in time. It's a retroactive uh, uh, enslavement. Now, it's not really theft. It's extortion, right? They're, they're coming and they're saying, we will do evil things to you. We will hurt you really badly. We may even kill you um, if you don't give it to us. So it's, 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 uh, it's extortion. But I consider it to be just a retroactive enslavement. Of, of. The, the ruler could take my labor. And say, you know, I want you now to go and build these bombs that are going to kill women and children in Syria. Or they can wait for me to build something, steal that, convert it into bombs and kill women and children. It's the same thing, though. It's the same taking of my body in order to kill people whom I do not want to kill. Yeah. You know, but I need to stop that killing. And so stop it. Stop. You, you may not, you may not enslave me. You may not retroactively enslave me to do your evil. Uh, sorry. To, yeah. To use my, the fruits of my labor to do so. When I was a, when I was a, a leftist <laughs> and I was like you, I was anti-war. Um, I, I did not understand cause I was young and naive. 
I didn't understand why we couldn't check decide where we wanted our taxes to go, like uh, some sort of system, like here are my taxes this year. I would not like for mine to go towards the military or, you know, uh, could I select mine for the schools? Now I don't think I would pick schools either, but, (laughs) but uh, I, I never really, I couldn't wrap my head around that, that I was, they, I was forced to be complicit in something I didn't agree with. Oh, oh, it, it, the, the stuff is used for some of the most egregious violations of humanity ever. And I can't stop it. I can't stop yeah. it. You know, as, as somebody who comes from the left and has the left sensibility, I, I think what's been done to the black families is absolutely a tragedy. Mm-hmm. I think it's that, 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 that the perpetuation of poverty that, that the government uh, 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 does is, is, is horrific, and I can't stop it. They continue to use my labor to abuse people. And I, I wish I could stop it. I wish I could stop it. Yeah. Um, so what is the goal of something like the Free State Project? Is there a goal there where at, at which point there's a separation? Is there a secession or something? Because... I ask this because I think a lot of people are a lot of people are in the process of waking up or they've woken up in the past few years. And on unsafe space, we continue to hear from people. I, I meet people all the time who are just now going through that that process of awakening that I went through in 2016, 2017. And as people are waking up and they're getting to different stages of 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 you know, that, that process, we're starting to hear from people in our community who are saying, well, would, wouldn't it be nice to live with a community of like-minded people in, in terms of people who believe that we should all be free to have disagreements <laughs> and that we should be free to have different opinions. And, you know, that uh, uh, wouldn't it be great to live in a society that respects individual rights, individual sovereignty and, and, and free speech. And so, um, when we have this conversation in the past, I remember the uh, the Better Discourse Conference people, Myth Informed, they, they were interviewing Carter and me and they asked, you know, who if you could select a marriage counselor for the United States, who would you pick? And I gave an answer. And then Carter's answer was, well, I don't, I'm not going to pick a marriage counselor. We need a divorce. I'm going to pick a divorce attorney. <laughs> so um, I, this is a long build up to a question is, is what does the free state project uh, uh, think about th- this American experiment and where are we heading? Is secession a part of the plan or where do you guys stand on reconciliation with authoritarians? You know, do you have any thoughts on that? So yeah, it's it's so hard to explain the Free State Project because people think of the Free State Project as being kind of this uh, authority, you know, that dictates where we're going to go in the future and therefore has a plan and that type of thing. And it's not. It's not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I, I the way I built uh, Pork Fest this year was I didn't I didn't say okay we're going to have this, this, these types of talks and these types. I actually just went around and said, what are you passionate about? I want you to actually create something that you're passionate about and offer it to people. Right? So the free state project really ends with come to New Hampshire. If you love Liberty, that's all the free state project is. Okay. Now, once you come that's all to this, that once you come to New Hampshire, what you do depends so much 
on what you think you, the, the way out is. So we have people come here and they say, oh, well, geez, it's going to be political. So they go and they run for state legislature. We have so many uh, people who are in the state uh, 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 legislature and they're doing really good work and God love them because I could not put up with that for a second. I, I actually get physically ill oh. I to help. We have, we have another organization that goes and reviews all the laws that are coming out. And because I'm an ethicist, I actually get physically ill reading these bills because I'm going, wait, why do they think that they can control these people? And why do they think that they, you know, I'm just like, you know, for, for me, it's just like yeah. one horror after another, after another, you know, we're going to abuse these people to do this. And we're going to abuse these people. I go, wait, why don't you just allow those people to be, if you really want to do that, find voluntary people who want to do it with you. You know, but now that, you know, the, the, uh, yeah. the, 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 the authoritarian legislators who are still here are, are, uh, you know, they, they just say, you know, we have the power and therefore our slaves will do this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but so there's, there's a bunch I love of people. that you're laughing. You have, a, I, I think we're lagging just a little bit on the audio, but I was just saying, I love that you're laughing about this. Cause that's generally, I mean, th I think that's so important. That's kind of the attitude I have is some of this stuff is, if you don't laugh, you would cry or you would be angry all the time. And being able to find, have a sense of humor about it and, and have a sense of humor about dystopia <laughs> is I think it's so healthy and it helps you maintain. So I like that about you already. And and, 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 and it's really, I mean, you're right. It's, it's really no laughing matter. I mean, 250 million people were killed by their own governments last year. You know, yeah. and, and then they, they and then um, and then they killed another 125 million in wars. I mean, 250 million. Yeah. That's that is just gobs of people. And here I am laughing like an idiot. But, you know, when I was a leftist, I was a leftist because I cared. I'm a libertarian because I care. And I really, yes. really, really want to stop this. Now, the enormity of this job has has. Um, yeah, I've been at it for 40 years. And, and then if you add my 10 years of, of, of leftist activities, you know, taking over buildings and stuff like that, um, you know, it's, it was even longer than that. Um, but it was mm -hmm. all towards the goal of how can we be so inhumane to other humans? How can yeah. we kill 20 million here, 10 million here, 6 million here? How can we do this? Um, how can we put people in jail for things that they decide about for their own bodies? How can we do this to other human beings? And, 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 and I think that there's a lot of us. I really do think that there's a lot of us. I think that a lot, I mean, you're focused a lot on the left. To me, they're, they're just authoritarians. You know, they just have a different set of things that they think that they ought to control other human beings to do. And so, um, <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm going to take a break just for a moment. I, I ran a, or, uh, I started an organization called Parents Decide. Uh, our motto was "Our child, our money, our decision." It was okay. about for, for for schooling of children, and I used to teach, uh, help people decide, you know, what types of schools they would go into, and and help them to. Uh, I helped start up uh, alternative schools, and also helped a lot with uh, homeschooling, uh, um, and. Uh, 
And I did a, a tour once where I thought I, I said, you know, look, I really have the solution. So I toured and I would talk to conservative groups and the, the conservative groups would go, do you know what those progressives are doing? What they're teaching these schools, they're teaching this and this, and it's terrible. How can they dare do this? And I talked to the progressives. Do you know what those fundamentalists want to do? They, they want to teach our children this and this and this. And I go, yeah. okay, guys, <laughs> I have a solution. You know, no, 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 just bear with me just for a second. <laughs> what if you have your school? Okay. And, and now, oh, hold on a second. Just wait for me. <laughs> and they have their school. Okay. Now you're not talking about anything. Isn't, would that be marvelous? And I didn't get a single bite on that. Not a no. single bite. And I was so shocked because I was going, this is so obvious. Why do you not see this? And they don't see it. And they were saying, well, that would be fine for me. But the fundamentalist children would be abused. The progressive children would be abused. And as my job as I must save these children. And I, I, and I said, but so you're willing to sacrifice your child with sub, subpar schooling and with the threat that they may take it over and actually have total control, you're willing to sacrifice that just in order to control them and their family. And, you know, they didn't really see it. They couldn't answer that. They wouldn't answer that, but that's exactly what they yeah. don't understand that live. I, I, I'm giving a, a pork fest. I'm giving a talk on, um, on, on libertarianism throughout the week. You know, it's kind of a one hour. Uh, we, we get a lot of people, Porkfest tends to be fairly heavy-duty uh, libertarian. I, I consider myself a, a, you could call me a consensualist or a voluntarist. So I actually believe that if people want governments, that they should be able to have governments. It's, I don't care if you want to go and be part of some you know, place that, that says that you, may, you, you have to wear a hat all the time. You know, a lovely hat. I'm yeah. not saying anything wrong with your hat. But I'm just saying that's, that's I have gonna no be, I have no problem that's with my that. wedding, just, by the way, Dennis. You have to wear a hat at my wedding. I'm being an authoritarian <laughs> there. I mean, that's a joke. I'm still I'm totally fine with it. It's a joke. <laughs> I, I, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. It's 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 saying I want to wear a hat. My friends want to wear a hat, and those bastards there aren't wearing hats, and I'm gonna make them wear a hat. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. I was with you on you want to wear a hat. I was with you there. I was with you on <laughs> you and your friends want to hang around wearing totally there. Where do you get the gut? Where do you get the gall to bring out the guns to force these guys to wear hats? <laughs> well, we'll pass a law and yo, know, it's better for the children. Just let them be. So one of my my uh my my second talk is actually on the difference between um, you know, our philosophy, which is really live and let live, right? That we mm -hmm. actually allow other humans to live their lives as they choose on this very messy, very chaotic uh, spin that we take around the sun for, you know, 60, 80 years if we're lucky. Um, and the authoritarian philosophy, which is submit to me or die. That yeah. is what the authoritarian. And so you have these two extraordinarily different philosophies, live and let live or submit to me or die. And I'm going, 
how are we not more popular? <laughs> how are we not? Well, they're amazing though, Dennis, because they convince. I mean, I was on it. I was arguing with someone on Twitter today the, where the best conversations happen. That's sarcasm. But uh, I was talking with someone on Twitter who was saying to me, because I, because I oppose, uh, it was actually about that Clinton tweet, that Hillary Clinton tweet where she's giving us, she and Biden and, and Kamala are giving us this false dichotomy where you mm. must choose vaccine or you must choose mask. And no, I don't have to choose either. Thank you very much. That's a lie. Uh, it's also an attempt at manipulation and 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 a threat. It's a threat in a way of force yeah. and of power. You're showing me that you think you have the power over me. And I got into an argument about it with someone who I think this is pretty common with those who are plugged into the me the media machine. This person said, "Well, how do you how do you expect to protect other people from COVID?" if you don't get the vaccine or the mask. And I'm like, I, it's not my job to protect other people from COVID. It's their job to protect themselves. Like with every other decision they make in life every day, they make lots of choices. They do risk assessment, risk reward. What's the cost benefit here? They should do the same thing. If they choose to be outside, they're going to choose to be around me or at a concert or wherever they choose. That's up to them. That's up to them. When did we start thinking somehow the authoritarians are very good at convincing people that uh, it is the, that somehow it is the caring position to support authoritarianism, that, that to show you care, you must support force and stripping people of individual rights. How did they do that? How, how are they, how have they, how have they flipped this? And, 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 and it really is a play on our empathy on our caring natures on, you know, uh, uh, my, my next big Liberty idea talk is on um, end of life options, right? Mm -hmm. So at the end of your life, you know, all of a sudden things go really bad here and you can be in pain and you could have all these other issues and the state all of a sudden comes in and goes, Oh, well, since we control you, we're going to allow you to do this and, but not do that. And you're, we're going to allow you not to do that, but this, and all of a sudden who thinks that they have owner ownership over you becomes abundantly clear. Um, and so, you know, I was talking to some libertarians who, you know, and, 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 and um, this is actually one of those areas where I'm so aligned with the progressives and a lot of the libertarians who come from conservative sides, you know, they they still have hangups here. Uh, um, but I'm I'm like going well, well okay, look, um, you know, of course it's my body. I should be able to decide. You know, I've had enough, or I should be able to decide. I want to try this experimental drug, or I should be able to decide. You know, and 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 I don't need approval from anyone. If I if I need approval yeah. from someone. That's saying that that person has a superior ownership over my body. And because I, I am a, an ethicist, I say, no, I am the ultimate decider. Immediately, they said, well, what about the, you know, this poor guy who he's confused and he's mentally, uh, you know, and so, so, you know, how do we protect this guy? And so what happens is because of this 1%, 2% population, right? We're going to deny ownership over 98%. And this is true for uh, government schooling, 
for for uh, it's just you look at all the different areas. It's always yeah, but what about this one area? This one guy here, one two guys here, and I think that the libertarians, you know, we have two answers. One, you shouldn't be violating the bodies of ninety eight percent in order to try to safeguard two percent. Okay, you know, really we should be honoring yeah. the, the bodies of a hundred percent. Now. How do you deal with that 2%? You deal with that 2% as an exception. You don't deal with, you know, you don't say, oh, well, here's this exception. So therefore we're going to impose a violent solution on everybody. You know, you don't do that. You say yeah, you everybody is, 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 uh, is, is a self-owner. Uh, they, may, they may decide now, how do we solve this 2% thing without violating all these other people? And that's really that's really a, a, a big challenge for libertarians to, to make that case and to to make the argument because it, it goes so much into that 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 love that we have for our, our fellow humans, for the caring that we have. And we don't want bad things to happen to people. We don't want grandma no, don't. To, to kill herself because the kids want their inheritance or yeah, we don't we don't want these types of things to happen. Um, yet. I'm saying that we have to uh, we have to honor each other's body, each other's self ownership. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so interesting because I've seen it, I've seen the same thing uh, or something similar to what you're talking about, where we are allowing people to take an exception and use that to alter the rule. Mm -hmm. And we've done that when it comes to, you know, in my old ideology and social justice ideology, we're currently allowing that to happen to children in, in, in public schools when it comes to oh. being uh, taught about trans transgenderism. You know, it's like a very small exception of people struggle with mm -hmm. body dysmorphia, with, with gender dysmorphia. They're born into the wrong but now we're treating the exception as if that's the rule for everyone and that every child should be aware at a young age about transgenderism and, and decide whether they are transgender or not. And it's like, no, you're introducing something that's the exception to the whole and, and applying it to everyone. And so you're giving me a different way of, I've thought about that before. And now you're giving me a different way of thinking about that when it comes to like end of life decisions, as you're saying, or, you know, being able to have autonomy of your, over your body um, without people using the exceptions in those rare cases to dictate the rule of like what you can do. I don't think I had thought about that before. Um, so can you tell me a little bit about, I want to back up again to, you were talking about, you know, your personal story and, you decided you found this this thing on the on the bus and you called your friend from a payphone and told him we're libertarians. You at the beginning of the interview, people didn't see this, but before we started recording, I told you I'm getting married soon. I asked if you have any advice, and you said yes. Don't change your political ideology in the middle of your relationship. <laughs> can you talk a little bit about that? Can you can you tell me about? You know, like uh, to change your belief system and how's that affect relationships you may be in and feel free to share as much or as little as you like. But I have some follow up questions about this. <laughs> so, well, my, my, my long suffering wife, um, 
she actually, you know, part of her attraction to me was because I was so far leftist. You know, her whole family was leftist. They're all ministers. And, you know, it's, you know, this is the good thing to do. You know, you, you work and, and get government to force those people to stop being bad and to force these people to be good. We together, you know, this kind of authoritarian communitarianism, we together will solve all the world's problems by, you know, working with government and bringing religion into government. You know, it's just, uh, you know. Um, and so I was kind of a, a trophy for her uh, with her family. And uh, with, certainly with her friends. And I was, you know, I was very well respected in my group of, uh, of leftists. Uh, I was a leader in, in leftists. Um, and uh, and I, I started going through this, this, this transformation and it was extremely hard for me. It was extremely gut-wrenching. And I think, I think this is the reason why there are so few libertarians because we have to get out of that indoctrination and we have to actually start questioning things that we believe and we have to start questioning things that that the people we love in our lives taught us and a lot of times we conflate that if we reject what they taught us we're rejecting that person right and it's not that's not true yet it's mm -hmm. somehow caught up in in us right. uh, in our hearts and so and so what happens is is we, yeah. go, we go look i I, I don't want to, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to think about, I'm going to stop thinking about it. And shoo, there goes, there goes the idea about freedom. <laughs> well, luckily I am a nerd yeah. and I will not let go. But there's an inconsistency. And so I would say, you know, oh, and I would explain why my, why, why he was wrong about this and he was wrong about that. And, and then I would like go, but you know, you know, he's got a point about this, and he's got. And my wife would like go, you know, she would like cheer me on when I was saying it was wrong. <laughs> but then I, I, I start saying, oh, you know, but I see this, and you know, maybe there's a way of getting to a greater, a greater synthesis here, of you know, and you know, what about this? And, and you know, finally, um, it was about three months after she had, she had moved in and she, I, I, I was, I was like, you know, I was, I came back upset, but then I was like kind of thinking it through and I was, I was going, well, you know, what if this and what if that, and just thinking out loud. And I thought she was fascinated. I was fascinated with this transformation. I was like kind of going, yeah, you know, I was angry about it, yeah. but I was fascinated. I was going, this is so interesting. I never thought these thoughts before. And, and, and nobody else around me is thinking these yes, things. Yes, yes. I was going, this is so fascinating. And, 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 she, I, and I didn't realize that she was hearing this and she was in total fear. And so finally she goes, you know, she goes, Dennis, if you keep thinking about this, I don't think we can stay together. And this was the first time she had ever said anything like that. Um, you know, uh, we had... We had been friends for four years before we even dated. Um, you know, really good friends. Uh, we had always respected one another. We always treated one another with respect. I actually had thought that our relationship was built on a uh, on one of the virtues of, of, of truth seeking, of you know, allowing truth to take us to wherever it is. It turns out that that's more me. <laughs> She was panicked okay. because for her, for her, the, the, the fear was that maybe she'll be uh, 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 excommunicated from her family. She'll lose all of her friends. You know, if this yeah. ever broke, oh my God, yeah. she will be a pariah. 
and she was totally panicked. And so for her, yeah. you know, she was torn. Okay, I love Dennis. I respect him and his ability to think. I respect his heart. I know where his heart lies. But he is saying things that are yeah. heretical. And the faith will come down on me. And I will lose my contacts with my family. I will lose my contacts. Yes. You know, and, and it was just like this gigantic panic in her. And so for her, she didn't know. She was going, I don't, I, I, the cost here may be just too high. Um, now, she wasn't saying that she was libertarian. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have a word for it. But she wasn't saying that she's thinking these thoughts. As a matter of fact, she was generally arguing against me and, and doing a piss poor job, I might say, because, I mean, you know, these contradictions are just so obvious once you go down yeah. them. <laughs> you know, you know, the, 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 the problem isn't that, 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 there, that there aren't contradictions in the way that the right thinks and the left thinks. The, the problem is that it's emotionally too hard to actually examine these contradictions. Because you're going against your God, you're going against your religion, you're going against your family, you're going against your teachers, you're going against your community, you're going against every single person whom you've loved and respected your entire life. Um, so, 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 you know, we actually worked on this for about a week, and I—it was the closest we ever came to separating. I was, I was really shocked. Um, I mean, I, it's hard to shut me up, as you can guess, uh, but I was like. Holy cow! I I didn't expect this, and I didn't yeah. understand what she wanted. And um, she kind of came to a decision that she loved me, and that she could kind of finesse my thinking. And so for decades, you know, we would go out and and um, uh, we would. Uh, our entire circle were only leftists. Okay. We had almost no rightist friends. So, uh, so, and, and, and they would express, Oh, I really wish this. And I really, I go, yes, I know. I want that too. And I have a solution. <laughs> so I would start explaining this. It's like this mind blowing thing that had taken me. And I, I think really, really well. Okay. I have good proof. I think really well. It had taken me mm -hmm. over a year of hard thinking, fighting with myself. And I'm tough. I'm, I, I'm willing to accept blows to my ego. Fighting with yourself. Yes. Yeah. You know, it taking me a year and I'm trying to do this over dinner with uh, <laughs> over you know, casual conversation. You've been arguing with yourself and you, you are a very harsh critic. You're hard to argue with. So you've come to, you've come to some very, I would say probably solid conclusions at this point. Well, but I, my point was really that it's, it was so hard for me to do this and I couldn't do it um, overnight. And yet here I was trying to convince somebody who was not, you know, had a much more fragile ego, was much more willing to accept contradictions uh, and try to get them to do it over a dinner uh, that, that, that it just wouldn't work. <clears throat> I remember uh, I, I went to a friend's house and uh, we had, you know, we had done a lot of socialist things. I was sleeping the night there and her, uh, her husband was there and he was a, you know, uh, uh, adamant socialist. And I was trying to explain to him this, 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 this vision that I had all of a sudden that we can actually get to peace, love and understanding if we actually just accept peace, love and understanding. 
If we, if we just go for right there, we're there. You know, and I was trying to explain this to him and he did not, you know, and, and about two o'clock in the morning over bong hits, he kind of goes, <laughs> you, you're the enemy. You know, he's like, <laughs> he's like, you're the enemy. And I thought he was going to kick me out of the house, you know, that night. And he, I go, no, 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 I'm not the enemy. I have the same goals. I just have a better way, a, a, a more consistent way, a way that actually achieves our goals. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and he was, he was so mad and he was ranting and raving and got up and he was a big guy. And I'm a big guy. I was like, Oh my God, what's, what's going to happen here. And he went stormed off and, you know, I, luckily I got to sleep there that, that night. And, uh, I, I, I never spoke with my friend again. Uh, I, I apologize. I said, look, you know, I'm, I'm really sorry, but I really, really think that this is a key. And I, I, and I thought, I thought that, you know, that the goals of leftism, of you know, of of honoring each person, of allowing each person, of accepting each person, of tolerating each person, that 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 they would be enough to convince mm -hmm. a lot of my leftist friends about this 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 one path, which is honoring and accepting, and you know, and it's there's so such a a, a, a difference here. I I have a story to tell about that. Um, the uh, I belonged to the Unitarian Church uh, for a, a long while, and um, uh, my wife and, and daughter were in there, and uh, I, I was extremely active and extremely busy. And so, of course, they, you know, uh, they, they 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 drafted me, and I'm always willing to volunteer and help out. So I became the uh, social action director, and I didn't quite know this, but the social action director in a lot of Unitarian churches is basically. Uh, 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 a handmaiden to either the Democratic Party or the Socialist Party, uh, but okay. uh, but I was like going, you know, hey, I believe in actually making our society better. I really believe in this. I believe in taking care of people. So, and I believe that we we should we we, we you know, if you look at the Unitarian principles, those are all libertarian principles. You know, if you mm -hmm. actually were consistent on those, you'd be a libertarian. And I was like, okay, great. I can actually demonstrate libertarianism in action here. So I did a big survey and I found out, you know, what do you want to work on? And I uh, and they said, you know, we really care about uh, prejudice and diversity and acceptance. I said, great. I love that topic. <clears throat> and I designed a full year that, you know, they had never had someone like me in charge. I designed a full year program and I had all the other committees contributing to this and stuff like that. And I ran a book group and, and uh, one of the books that, uh, that, uh, 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 that we read was uh, uh, Life on the Color Line. It's by this Ohio, um, uh, the president of, a, of Ohio State uh, Law. I forget what his name is, but he was, he was uh, uh, both black and white you know, parents and uh, he could actually pass as both black and white. And so he lived on that color line and he, 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 you know, and so we read this book and it was a fascinating book and stuff. And, you know, uh, when we came together to talk about it, they were like, say, you know, the, the terrible things that we do to those people. And I was going, did you read that book? You know, because there was a lot of, there was, there was a little bit of white and black racism. There was a lot of black and white racism. A lot, mm -hmm. and a lot of black on black violence, you right. know, and, and you look at the, 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 the overall, and I don't think you come away with the things we do to those people.
Yeah. Guys, you know. But the, another book that we read was uh, this all part called Nature of Prejudice. It's an extremely well thought of book. It was on the, the bookshelf of Martin Luther King and of Malcolm X. Uh, but what it does is it goes through society after society after society of how they othered other people. Right. And okay. you know, what the in-groups and out-groups and how, what this process is and how, you know, nowadays we think that the only types of, of prejudice is, is white people against blacks. And it's like, no, this is just humanity. This is what we do. And, and so he, 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 uh, he goes through society after society. Well, anyway, so about halfway through, maybe, maybe a little bit further, the president of the congregation gets up at, at, at church one day and says, I want to really thank Dennis Pratt for what he's doing. We are just becoming so much more diverse. And, you know, because we had brought in some uh, some uh, uh, some more lesbians and some more uh, gays and we had brought in a, a black person that, you know, in Massachusetts, that's like a badge of honor. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, we had we had a couple of trans in there and I'm like going, OK, I don't think you quite understand what diversity means. So yeah. I, I got up and I, I thanked her. I said, you know, look, that's great. But, you know, until a rich white, conservative, Republican, able-bodied, uh, Southern, Catholic, heterosexual male walks in here and feels welcomed, we're not a welcoming committee, a, a community. Yeah. She, but got, it had to she got back up and said, well, why would we ever want someone like that here? Wow. Wow. So to yeah. them, diversity was more of like who they are. Yeah, diversity. The opposite of diversity. I know. I, this blows my mind about the left too. I it took me again. I'm pretty naive. I, I know I come off come off as pretty naive about certain things to people who were never in the social justice left. You know, for example, how could you be in an SJW cult for 20 years? How did it take you that long to realize what it really was? That sort of stuff. And hey, guess what? There are people who are in it their whole lives and never oh. leave. There are people who never see it for what it is. So, and by some standards, I'm not a late bloomer. I'm pretty early. It just depends on how you look at it. But um, one of the things that blew my mind when I finally saw it was, was that, yeah, it, the world I lived in on the left, when they talked about diversity, they didn't actually mean diversity. They meant they meant diversity of surface level stuff that doesn't matter much, like the way things look. Like I, I want a room full of people that looks different on the surface in terms of race and sex and sexuality. And but I but I want everyone to think the same. I want it to be completely homogenous, no when, diversity whatsoever. <laughs> when, when the most important organ of uh, of humanity is our brains. Yeah. You want this brain to be exactly the same as ever. You, 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 you want the colors to be different and the, the size, you know, those are irrelevant relative to this. This is the most important thing. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, you know, you know, that whole diversity is our strength. Mm -hmm. You know, that is so true with the mind. I don't think diversity is, is our strength with, with skin color. If we all think the same, there's no strength. There's no diversity there. Yeah. In my view. You know, I agree. To be, be open-minded, you have to be curious about where you're closed-minded. To be to be tolerant, you have to be you have to observe where you're intolerant and change that. You know, to be uh, to be diverse, you have to say where are we not diverse and alter that. And it's extraordinarily hard. Um, 
I, uh, I, I also come from a, uh, a personal growth background. Um, I uh, started and ran the largest in-person personal growth group in, in the world. We were doing 250 personal growth uh, uh, activities every year with 4,500 people in just the Boston area. Um, but it was all different types of trainings, everything from memory to relationships to goals. <clears throat> um, the, uh, I really thought that that would be a pathway into libertarianism. So I thought, I thought Unitarianism would be a pathway because you look at their principles. In personal growth, we, 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 we honor the individual, we honor the person who is, and we want to support them in their growth, whatever that looks like. And we know it's gonna be different. So there's almost this libertarian sensibility. And I really thought that there, that, 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 that would be uh, something that, that, would, that, 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 that would be a backdoor way. Uh, because I keep on thinking, you know, if I could make it out of the left, <laughs> you know, maybe some of these other people could. That's exactly, um, that's, that's what keeps me talking to people on the left because mm -hmm. I know, and, and, and for some of my friends who, who've never been on the left or never been in the social justice world who kind of don't have any hope for people changing, I know they're wrong because I left and I know I've met, I've been very lucky to meet people in the past, you know, four or five years, lots of other people who've left and people like yourself who left a long time ago. So, so I do have hope for it. I think there's a lot of well-intentioned people who are, who for, for various reasons, haven't yet gone through that experience you went through of being challenged on some of their, um, their preconceived beliefs and really trying to root out the inconsistencies and the hypocrisies. And they haven't done that yet. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I, I don't really, I, I, I disagree with you. I think it's hard. Um, it's, this is such a hard transition. It's so hard. You know, a lot of people go, uh, you know, okay, I finished high school. I know everything I want. I, I, I need to know. Um, you know, there's very few people who are open and curious throughout their lives and, you know, really kind of willing to change, willing to, my wife says the hardest thing about living with me is that no assumption goes unchallenged, mm -hmm. you know, that everything is open to exploration and say, wait a minute, that doesn't line up here, you know? And so I, you know, and, and, and I, I can't emphasize more how hard it is from the ego perspective of saying, I'm going to allow those people to be and, 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 and be okay with it. One, one of the hard parts that we have in the Free State Project, which is really interesting, uh, we get all these different types of, of libertarians. I talked about the politicos before, but we have agorists and, and crypto people, and we have people who kind of want to uh, 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 be more voluntarist, and they're just all different types of ideas of, of how to be libertarian. And you'll see this at Forkfest. You'll be walking around and there'll be these people saying, you know, this is how we might get to a free society. Remember, Free State Project only says, come. And now we have all these people and we don't really know how. If, because I, I'll, I'll tell you, Carrie, if I knew how to get to freedom and I could press the button, I would press the button now. If I knew how to get to freedom, I would do, I'm like going, we don't know. It, it's, it's an epistemic problem here, you know? And so uh, I want all these bets going and I want to see what's, what different people are, are doing. And so that's why I love 
you know, what's going on in Porkfest with all these different types of liberty people. You know, you have a, you even have some conservatarians who are, will be there. Um, what, one of the goals I want to build here in, in the free state, I, I call libertarian Mecca. Okay. And it's like all these different activities and stuff go, going on within the free state. And so you come here and regardless of what your background is and your belief and where you are along your path, you can find a group that supports you. But we, I, I mentioned a little while ago that I started a community center last year. We have another community center. As a matter of fact, I can almost see it right across the river here. Uh, so it's that close to my house. I bought this house thinking I would belong there. Wow. Um, but it was a bunch of people who don't align with me on other, on other values. Yeah. Um, you know, they tend to be much more conservative. Uh, I am, uh, you know, I remain a liberal in my beliefs and in my heart and in my, the things I'm concerned with, um, you know, talking, to, I, I understand the Fed. Okay. I, I aced all my econ classes in MIT. I know, I understand all the arguments. Okay. It bores me. I don't care. <laughs> I forced me too. Thank you. We keep coming on on safe space. There's this running joke where uh, Carter, whenever he talks about econ, I mean, I can I can follow and I can force myself to follow, but it is hard for me because my brain gets distracted. I find it just naturally boring. <laughs> so I, I, I think I can make their arguments better than they can and more entertaining than they can. Um, but I just find it, you know, it's not what strikes me. You know, what I want to hear is how do we end poverty? What I want to hear is how do we end, you know, real racism? You know, that's, those are the things that, that they drove me before. They still drive me. I just think I have a better solution. But what I wanted to say was, okay, so we have this group and they had a community center and everyone was saying, well, geez, that's, that's the libertarian community center. So therefore I'm a libertarian. So therefore I should belong to it. But no. Libertarianism is such a small part of who we are as human beings. It's not a full philosophy of life. Yeah. It's like this minimum respect that I think that we have to have for all other human beings, that we have to respect them as unique individuals and that there is a boundary here and that they have their, their own bodies and, and that they'll, they'll live their lives as they choose. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now what they do, that's up to them. So we have to have libertarianism. It, it, it's so different from a, a religion or even a philosophy. We don't, it's not really a philosophy. It's a minimal ethic of, 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 of respecting other human beings on their travels. The travels can be totally different. And so that's how we had the bonfire at, Pork, uh, at Porkfest, where you had people who were stone cold sober and extreme intellectuals. And then you had people who were tripping and just going, you know, and, and, and you had all these different types of people, yet the, 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 that, that one, one thing that they shared was respect of other human beings. Yes. You know? And I argue that's sufficient to build a society. Now, I don't belong with the, the, that group. I don't belong with this group. I don't belong with this group. You know, I can associate with them. I'm fine with dealing with them because they're not using violence against me. We're not fighting over the one ruler to rule us both. Right. Yeah. We actually are going to you, you do that over there. That's fine with me. I'm going to do this over here. So I just create my own group here. Yeah. So that's why we have to have a lot more libertarians here in the free state so that we can actually create all these little little 
hubs and hamlets and, and community centers and different types of, of, of liberties so that people can come and say, oh, well, you know, all libertarians are and Randians. Do you know how many and Randians I, I meet here, Randians there? Almost none. And yet that's, yeah. that, that's the straw man that's used. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one. So, you know, you're calling me not a libertarian. I mean, I, I, I was the number one writer on libertarian topics in, on Quora. So, you know, obviously I know a little bit about libertarianism and yeah. that's, but, but Randy actually tries to be a full philosophy of life. We don't, we're saying live and let live, respect the, the other person, voluntary consensual relationships. And then, you know, voluntarily create your own communities. And so that's what I want to do. I want to like create all these different communities. I want to support all these different communities. And you can see a microcosm of that at Porkfest, Carrie. So all these really different communities there operating. So you guys are basically live and let live. And then we're going to, you know, with the freedom for you to come up with your philosophy for life. As long as your philosophy for life is live and let includes live and let live. If your philosophy for life is is the government gets to come in with force and dictate what you do and throw you in jail for this or you know, then that's not part of it, right? Okay, so so this is where um, I diverge from a lot of libertarians. I, I consider myself a voluntarist within the general classification of consensualist. You know that everything should be consensual. Consensual. I could. Um, uh, go ahead and, and make an agreement with some dom, dominatrix, uh, mm -hmm. that she orders me about. And as long as I'm voluntarily in there and I can voluntarily say, okay, that's it. I'm out. Uh, that's a consensual relationship. Right. So I could, I could contract with Hillary mm -hmm. and Hillary tells me how to live my life. A dom. Live my life like that. The only difference is I may not then inflict that on my neighbor who may want to come uh, contract with Bernie or contract with. So I actually see a future where we have governments. They're just voluntary governments. They're just voluntary associations. You know, if you look at some of the uh, uh, groups we have here, some of them have very strict rules for being a member. And, and other people go, oh, that's not libertarian. Well, of course it's libertarian. You don't have to belong there. It's, it's voluntary. You can leave at any time that you want. That is all we're saying. It's, yeah. We're not saying libertinism. That's another conflation that the authoritarians try to trick us with, try to trick uh, uh, people with, that, you know, that all libertarians are libertines. We're not. We yeah. have such a diversity. We have... Um, one of the hubs that, that will be there, and I hope that you go to it, is Liberty e Ecclesia. It's it's all Christians. And they yeah. as, as a matter of fact, they have a um, one of the events that they have there is Was Jesus a Libertarian? Which I wouldn't <laughs> want it to be there for. <laughs> I, have cool. an opinion. I have an opinion. I will check that out. Yeah. Yeah, I I definitely don't think all libertarians are libertine, and I I I see some of this what you're talking about in the current cultural attempts, and and you know at some point maybe they'll get the state involved, maybe they will get the government involved in it, but I've seen attempts in the culture to sort of dictate what practices people can have at their church when it comes to who can be elected, who can serve as preacher, these kind, you know, some churches. 
some some different faiths and some churches don't believe that um, women can become ordained ministers within their faith, within their church, or that gays and lesbians can't become ministers within their faith, within their church, or that they won't perform uh, same-sex marriage within their faith, within their church, or that they won't perform remarriage. Some churches, are, if, if you've been divorced, you can't get married again. And and I've lately, I've seen this sort of cultural uh, push where, um, for example, I saw Ellen Page. This was a while back. I, I think she was on. She was on one of the late night shows, and she was criticizing an actor, Chris Pratt, because his church and their beliefs about gay marriage. And and it's like, wait a minute, why do you care? You're not a member of that church. Really? So why are you trying to dictate what that church and those voluntary members decide their rules should be? It doesn't make any sense to me. Again, that is not liberal. You want to go into this community you're not a part of and say you you can't you can't decide how you hire people and and what beliefs you hold about morality and behavior like I, I, it blows my mind well we actually have you know here in the free state we this is the highest concentration of libertarians is increasing all the time uh but we definitely see part of that too and and uh, so i'm going to make a little bit of an edge statement here of, of, of okay. a distinction um, so we have people who say, I dislike that group and I will not associate with that group. And I say that is totally within libertarianism because that's a freedom of association. It's your body. You do not have to move your body in with those people. You know, th those people, they, they, they associate how they associate on their property. You associate how you associate. You don't have to invite them to your, your just because you're libertarian. But you're not going to use violence against them. And that's right. the problem with Paige is that they, they they don't make the distinction of my personal preference and we will now make a law that will be imposed on everybody. Yeah. Right? Libertarians are the very few people who can say, I detest that and that's your choice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that more people should be listening to you, Dennis. I think more people should be at Porkfest, which, as you've said, this year is going to be a record. And just to make sure we plug this for anybody interested, it's coming up. It's a whole week. It's June 21st through 27th. And you can find more info at Porkfest, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. As you mentioned, it has nothing to do with pigs, which... I do hope there will be a barbecue contingent of libertarians there. <laughs> because when I first heard this, I was like, oh, delicious. I'll go. Yes. Well, as, a matter, <laughs> as, a matter, as a matter of fact, we have a community dinner <clears throat> as the last meal uh, on Saturday, uh, which is a, a pig roast. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. So, so it's it's uh, one of one of our great uh, libertarian contributors is uh, a, really a, a, a farm. It's a, it's a community farm that they oh. that they uh, they supply a lot of food to a lot of different libertarians and they sponsor you know pork fest all the time and and so they bring the pigs the 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 the, the, the roasted pigs and so um, so yeah so, uh, I, I, so yeah it's pork with a c pork with a c. porkfest.com and um, yeah when does this go out um we could make an effort to get it out this coming week because I know we don't have a lot of time yeah. before. Well, we, have, we have 50 tickets left total. Okay. Oh, wow. So, oh, okay. 
So, so Only they 50. have to actually jump on this or they're out of, and it's, and it's a week because it's an immersion experience. It's not a week because we don't do anything. You know, we, we, uh, I counted last year, we had 104 events during the week. This year, um, I, I just uh, did a propagation. I'm estimating that's a third, 254 events. So we will have probably somewhere over 700 events over that week. There's no way that you can do a small fraction. I mean, it's, th there's just so much going on, so many different people do, offering different types of, of demonstration and hands on this and, and this exploration and this talk and discussions. And, you know, I, I, I can't go to almost any of them because I'm, I'm, I'm working, but, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a volunteer. I've spent thousands of hours working on this, on this thing. Uh, and I love it because it's something that I think is advancing liberty. Uh, I will be teaching a class, though that's great. It's an intro. It's an intro to liberty class uh, throughout the week. Uh, I think it's at uh, eleven o'clock in the Anthem uh, Anthem Film Festival uh, Auditorium, and I hope that people come. Uh, but uh, there's just so much there. It's so rich, and you know, so much of the experience is really getting to meet people. Um, we have, I, I run some icebreakers on Tuesday where you got to meet people who are kind of like you and I want you to kind of, kind of buddy up and, and just to say, yeah, okay. You know, there are those libertarians and there's those libertarians, but we're actually libertarians too, you know? Yeah. So, uh, there's, I don't know if you've, you've come across it, you know, well, that's not real libertarianism. Um, it's not it's, yet. It's, you know, it's, it's libertarianism is so small a thing. Yeah, it's such a big idea, but such a small thing in terms of our livelihood. You know, we're just not going to use violence against other people. We're, that's not how we are going to interact human to human. We're going to be, we're going to be peaceful. We're going to respect each other. And now everything else is 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 open. Right. Um, and uh, you know, you'll see you'll see a lot of that diversity. And this is real diversity. The only diversity we're 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 missing at Porkfest is that diversity of saying, I will own you and you will either obey me and, or through my ruler or you will die. That, that, that particular diversity will be absent. Other yeah. than that, well, that, cause that does, that's fundamentalism. It doesn't allow for anything else. I, I did see on your schedule, you have, you guys are very dog friendly and you have dog meetups in the morning. So I'm going to try and bring tiger so he can meet. Don't do you have a dog named Ron Paul? Did I hear I this? Do. I do. <laughs> brand new puppy. Um, I, uh, I, 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 this is my fifth Belgian Tavern. And I, I named my first one Cato, by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, this one is Ron Paul, P A W. Uh, and uh, it's going to be his big out outing. And uh, so he'll be, he'll be around. He'll be greeting people and uh, wagging his tail and, that type of thing. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you so much, Dennis. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person. <laughs> and again, for anybody who wants to find out about Porkfest, it's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. And how can people find out more about the uh, Free State Project? Uh, FSP.org. It's absolutely great. I, and I, I recommend that people, if you can't come out for Porkfest, which is our full week immersion program, and you know, I have to say, you, you have to come out, especially if I'm organizing it again, come out then. Um, but uh, it come out, there's, there's a calendar on fsp.org. And you'll see, we have Liberty events every single day in the free state. 
And so what you should do is just look and say, okay, you know, what are the, some events that I want to come out? Come out for a weekend, come out for a week, do an Airbnb and stuff, and just go around and visit all the different groups. And you'll see that there's a, we have just such great diversity. You'll meet a lot of different people and you'll say, eh, I don't really like those people, but don't judge us by those people. This is just one group. Meet, <laughs> meet those people, meet these people. Um, and uh, I think that you'll, if you're at all liberty oriented, this is the place to be because otherwise you will always feel an outsider. You will always feel besieged. You'll always feel as though somehow you're evil for the very thing that is in you that is good, you yeah. know, because, you know, you know we, I think the, the hardest thing for, for hum, humanities to struggle with was, is what is good and what is evil. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's been a, a lifelong search and a lifelong understanding. And I really, really, really believe that the way that I want to treat other human beings is what is good. And that the violation of other human beings through violence is what is evil. Yes, and I it, I can't stand it that I'm judged being evil for doing that which I think is the highest good, and, yes. and I, I I'm so relieved to be in the free state. So relieved. That is a very common thing. I don't know uh, if you're a believer or not, a Christian, but there's this you know that th they called Jesus a demon for casting out demons. Um, Christi Christians have a, I'm starting to learn as a pretty new Christian, but have, have a deep understanding of this up being turned into down and down being turned into up mm. and evil being called good and good being called evil. And um, that's, that's giving me once again, just like you, you and your friend coming to some conclusions and some beliefs after a lot of debate, discussion and thought, and then finding out that other people have been on that path before and there was a word for it and it's libertarianism. I feel that way sometimes about Christianity also, where I've come to some conclusions based on um, have insisting on being stubborn and learning things the hard way and then come to find out, hey, there was a book and there was some wisdom in it that I could have through the ages that I could have turned to <laughs> without, <laughs> without using myself as a guinea pig. But anyway... <laughs> Terry, I'm going to introduce you to the man who runs the Liberty Ecclesia um, okay. uh, a hub. Uh, you might want to go there, uh, enjoy the, whatever programs they have. But I think that actually you might want to get up there and talk a little bit yourself. And, you know, they, they, it's a very loose and formal group and you know, discussions and stuff like that. But I think that, 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 that the sensibilities that you're talking about would be very consonant with that, that, that group. Okay. I would love that. Cool. Well, thank you, Dennis. Thanks for coming on Unsafe Space. Everyone check out Porkfest, check out the Free State Project, and we will see you in New Hampshire. All right. See you in five weeks. Five weeks. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy, so go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms, at least for now, 
and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the Cathedral. Pay no attention to it. The following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and marked for cancellation. They are also spreading vicious lies about me. I am human just like you. Insert localized idiomatic greeting. Individual sovereignty is highly contagious. Good parents keep their children regularly vaccinated. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.